This is the Convo Lounge. Expression, exposure, experience. Welcome to the Convo Lounge podcast. This is episode number four. And um, I've got another person in studio today who defines the concept of Botswana bread brilliance. Uh, in studio, I've got Mboko and um, she's the founder of Glotto. I hope I'm wrapping the brand well. Uh, Glotto, I'm a big fan. It's not the first time I'm rocking a Glotto gear. And uh, you might have heard news around that, um, you know, just recently uh, she had her fashion line all the way at the New York Fashion Week. I'm going to find out a little bit about that. What does that opportunity mean for her? Um, Boko, welcome to the Comalage Podcast. Ooh, hello, <laughs> hello. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah. I'm great. You must be more than great. After <laughs> what you've just done at the Fashion Week Ooh. in New York. We mm. up. Glory mm. we up. <laughs> <laughs> we up, we up. I'm, I'm filled with gratitude. I'm just trying to play it cool. Mm. Creatively direct this brand and yeah. take it to the next level nice yeah nice. so i'm sure a lot of people are now curious about you uh it's not the first time we have a conversation yeah i know your journey from when you started at ub 100 how you use your allowance you know a bit of your allowance to start lotto mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are not aware of that story uh but maybe share a bit of context what is lotto and how did we arrive here yeah you just took it back to the ub day so i'm yeah. gonna ask you do you remember the first convo, not even the first, you had a convo lounge session at, session at the yeah. UB Auditorium. How can I not? You brought CNN. <laughs> it's my first time getting interviewed by CNN, guys. And I was wearing this same t-shirt as a shirt dress in this same color. Yeah, <laughs> so that's just a full circle moment. Mm. Literally, I'm even going to take that picture and be nice. like, wow. Yeah. The same color scheme. Wow. I love it. And it's a convo lounge color scheme. Nice. So yeah, you've known me from UB, like you said. Um... Uh, <laughs> if you take it from beginning I think it's me not being allowed To study fashion A become in fashion At mm-hmm. the London International School of Fashion In Joburg mm-hmm. And me kind of rebelling And my father saying Okay come back to study You be You know mm-hmm. And me actually realizing In my first semester First year That hey I'm going to use my book allowance And I'm still going to pursue This fashion dream mm-hmm. Yeah Nice So you faced a lot of challenges Getting into fashion at home Yeah Definitely. I'm a firstborn, um, very conservative household, you know, Kalanga, we kind of education is really the key to everything. Yeah. So if you start saying, hey, I want to be a fashion designer, <laughs> it's kind of like, no, let's get serious. <laughs> Once yeah. you say you're doing design, then all your brothers are going to say they're doing whatever. Yeah. So they wanted me to get into university, a proper institution the proper degree that is respected and yeah Mm. which i think is a common thing in the creative sector um definitely you know but how's it going now when your folks see everything that's happening and the traction that you've managed to beautiful Mm. and honestly i just i i literally thanked them the other year because when i graduated from ub with my bba in international business marketing research I realized that I do so well with marketing and researching on Glodo's consumer, you know, characteristics and all of that because of UB. If it wasn't the faculty of business, shout out, you know, it literally UB actually allowed me to create what I have today. Mm. Think about it. If I didn't go to UB, I wouldn't have the first 
8,000 Pula Capital to start the brand. I wouldn't have the guidance. Even going through UB, all my lectures were so supportive. You know, I had my Mr. Matenge. He used to add glow to it to like the exam wow. and use glow as a case study. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I got a lot of support. Memakosa, like I have a lot of support from the UB business faculty. You know, they would always push and be like, you know, start your business now. You have a business. They would always put me on the spot, ask me to use my business as a case study. I realized by the time I was done, mm. even me being able to apply for grants and doing a business plan, it didn't phase me. Mm. I had three business plans that I'd done from my exams and my midterm. Wow. Mm. So when the government is now, okay, you want to ask for funding, give us a plan, easy peasy. Nice. Yeah, so I think it actually turned out great because fashion is know. a business. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> and what about the community in UB? It's a student community. Does yeah. that also serve as a test market for you? 100%. Yeah. That's what I think also is beautiful because UB is where you see all of our ethnicities come together because mm-hmm. I'm from the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we see the Northwest. That's when we see the Southwest, book speeds. Mm-hmm. And I feel like today we have glory kids all over. We have glory kids in Khansi, Charles Hill, book speeds all the way up to Shakawe. And I kind of feel that it's a lot of kids that saw this brand come up because mm-hmm. we're all together from yeah. all of our districts together. Yes. A lot of cultures, even my models, if you look at it, Uwa, I wouldn't know Uwa Morangi. Think about it. Uwa comes from the Delta. Mm-hmm. If she, if you be wasn't there for us to bond yeah, within our university dorms you don't get that you know that that visibility of all the cultures we really have all the languages and i think that's why glodo is very indigenous you know i like the fact that we have more than two eight cultural languages i'm really one of those people who really believes in ethnicity so mm-hmm. i feel like ub was the perfect melting Place. pot nice. to see that So yeah. who's who's a glo- gloto gid? What's yeah. that? Is that a community of people that rock gloto? <laughs> What, who's a who's a gloto gloto gid? Andile you're a gloto gid. You're a gloto gid, Andile. I'm going to get in Boko. Okay. Um, so Gloria Gid was actually, so that was UB stage. I realized that, hey, I was very expressive, very design. Mm. I'm selling Gloria to my classmates and they are just simple guys. They're like, no, man, we don't want to wear this. This is too much. Mm-hmm. So I had to do some research, marketing research. And I found out that the garment that the average human being wears the most in their lifetime is a T-shirt. Okay. So I was like, okay, now I'm going to make this capsule collection of T-shirts that all of us can wear. Unisex, different sizes, different different color schemes if you've seen the t-shirt range that you have now mm. has increased now it's 16 color schemes so i was like okay but what can we all relate to apart from having this t-shirt what has every human being been in their life and mm. we've all been a kid mm. you know and i thought of the quality of a kid i was like i like kids because we are the youth and it's a youth owned brand i'm like we have that kid like spirit we're young we're innovative we're risk takers i want us to carry that even when we become adults mm. so that kid like forever young spirit so i was like mm, but we're not regular kids with a k you know wherever glowing you get your glow to glow wherever growing like the plants that we're surrounded by and mm. what inspires the brand and also genderless yeah. you know in our generation i'm not going to say it's a male or female t-shirt mm. it's a t-shirt you know these are garments mm. so we're going to take the g from glowing growing and genderless we're going to replace that with a k now you get the glow to gid mm-hmm. so you're not a regular kid you're a glowing gid mm. <laughs> so it's a glow to gid family so all of us were all together I don't think people know that. What yeah, you just said. I really need to do a campaign and yeah. actually explain that more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Glorogate. Yeah, so we're yeah. glowing. 
and you know yeah. the glow it's in the sunlight glow you like like the sun we rise yeah. you know so also told me another one was uh mm-hmm. was it god's lotto he says yeah else. also glow yeah. <laughs> gets god godfidence yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then we're god's lotto as well mm-hmm. so nice yeah shout out to you man that's an <laughs> entire you. movement um i want to fast forward how old is glotto Okay so Glodo actually we're about to turn 5 years five in November years. but mm. officially was 7 I would say but established now established you have to look formally, at when formally, mm, formally but we have before that you were 2 years and exactly, formal Exactly 2 uh. years and formal Shoo, So 7 years 7 years um, of inception mm. yeah and we always talk about you know even now the country I mean in mm-hmm. the education system we want to become globally relevant individuals whether you're a talent yeah uh, if our biz, small medium enterprises start selling a product or a service we want them to be globally competitive yeah as a country we're always talking about you know e- e- economic diversification and exporting the products and services from our small medium enterprises 100% and we always go with the normal industries we go with the agriculture sector route we go the pharmaceutical route uh, but really would you talk about fashion yeah you know and and I want to touch on that and big you up as well um let's talk the new york fashion week mm-hmm. i want to fast forward to that then we're going to rewind it okay. and, and unfold the whole journey no problem you find yourself on a global platform now i think i believe it's the largest you'll you'll educate us it's the largest fashion platform um globally one of the largest let one me say that largest, yeah. um all of a sudden you've got an opportunity to go and you showcase your work. Let's talk about how you even got there, how this opportunity came about and what it meant to actually be able to capture that moment. Yeah. Um so with New York Fashion Week, basically the brand got a series of emails from Runway 7, which is like this established fashion runway company, so they do a lot of runway shows. That's okay. what they do. Kept on telling us that hey, we've been doing a lot of our global scouting. We're always looking for something new, something hip, something hot, and we feel like your brand is ready. You know, didn't reply. Very, 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 you know, persistent. They kept on saying, hey, we've really been checking you out. Don't follow us Instagram page. Started following my Instagram page so I could see what's going on. Don't react more so I could feel that presence. They really continued, and like I often say, it only took me seeing a brand that I knew. be a part of their runway show so I was like okay great you guys are legitimate because mm. I can't just click on a link mm. you know if you say hey mm. we started you you're the one we yeah. want you to come to New York and they're very catchy I think that's one thing about Americans they know how to market it mm. so they won't even tell you the costs behind mm. but they'll start saying you're you were the ones you we've chosen you need to come over here we don't need to bring anything just bring your beautiful designs we have this beautiful hall in Manhattan 10 million people have our viewership all these retail partners all these in investors all these fashion buyers all you have to do is come through red mm. carpet access everything mm. they even help you they're like we've looked at your growth you're only five years we're gonna put you in emerging mm. so there's some brands that had 20 looks they're like no we feel like seven looks is perfect for you we've even reserved your sunday prime time spot you know which i also saw from social media was sold out but for them to be like yeah we said it's sold out on social media but mm. for you we're still keeping it for you because mm. we really want you to come we believe yeah. you have something that the people would love and appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about 
the importance of visibility, uh, quality visibility online. Yeah. You obviously, if you hadn't invested in that area, you wouldn't even have been spotted. Honestly. Um, and from the get-go, I think this is something you've always focused on. Definitely. You know, how important has your, your level of investment in the quality of your imaging and your marketing and your online presence? I think it's really something of importance. I think a lot of people say, I've seen Glodo, I know Glodo, I don't, you know, I've seen it, I've seen it somewhere. That's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of money that has been spent to Facebook and advertising and insights. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money that has been spent in photography campaigning where, you know, you've done this whole editorial and this whole beautiful shoot, but on the ground, you've only sold 12 units of of clothing from it. Mm-hmm. But I always tell myself that, okay, at least the content is there. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is really that moment when I said, okay, all these photo shoots, all back. these, it's it's actually paying back. Someone has actually spent 10 minutes on my Instagram and has been able to cohesively scroll from 2015 to 2023 and see the growth. Consistency. They've mm-hmm. seen consistency. They've seen me change the way. And I've, I've always said that a lot of people have been like, why don't you delete and start, you know, you've kept your whole history. Mm-hmm. And I've told someone that one day there's going to be someone in Vogue magazine who wants to see this growth and who thinks it's so heartwarming mm-hmm. to see me use Instagrams and still have the watermark and then to me finally get established and not have a watermark. Like to see these little mm-hmm. mistakes and see that, wow, this is so organic. Authentic. Authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that this is a testament to what authenticity gives you because yeah. I'm, I'm from Africa. I've always said I don't come from the biggest country. Like you said, we fashion, I, we have no comparative advantage. Mm-hmm. Statistics say I should be a diamond sort of polisher or... Mm-hmm dare I say it a trophy wife <laughs> so it's, you said it there's no comparative advantage I don't have a seaport I don't have factories of cotton I don't have farms of cotton but my competitive advantage is the fact that I'm unique and there's only 2.5 million of people like me that can actually fully say they understand what it's like to be a Motswana and I know in fashion uniqueness is one of the most important things Mm. and that's what gives me the confidence to continue you've just partly answered it i was going to ask you what (laughs) do you think is the importance of fashion in botswana's economy gonna go for a quick break (laughs) and when we come back we're gonna touch into that if you just joined us we're talking to mboko she's the founder of glotto uh one of the leading local uh i'd say youth brands but it's not just youth really i think i've seen those that are also uh Cross the youth bracket, rocking glotto wear. Whether it's the, you know, I think this is a very, this is a very popular, yeah, like dress. Our bestsellers. Best <laughs> you should have seen it somewhere if you're on Twitter. <laughs> you know, all your, I think, most popular faces in the country. You've probably seen them on a glotto dress. And so we're having a conversation around a glotto as a, a business, but also young people doing amazing work in fashion. Stick around for the second half of the conversation. This is the Convo Lounge. Expression, exposure, experience. Welcome back to the second uh, half of the conversation with Mboko, who is the co-founder. Did I say co-founder? Maybe I want to be a co-founder. Founder founder. of Gloto, uh, talking all things, the amazing Gloto brand, but also this huge opportunity that they've just come from, uh, which is the New York uh, Fashion Week. And, you know, they got the chance to showcase uh, some of the the way or the product line. Um, Let's touch on this. I want to talk 
to the importance of fashion. I heard you a little bit talking about, you know, selling the story of Botswana. Uh, what do you think is how important is Glotto and the industry you're into Botswana? Where do you how do you add value to Botswana's? Oh, we're very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very very important. I think it's not only fashion; it's fashion and textiles. Mm. It's talent mm. empowerment. It's talent development. Sustainability. Adhering to the ESG SDG goals, mm-hmm. it's a lot of youth empowerment. It's diversification, all in one. Let me unpack that now. <laughs> Let me unpack that, and that's what I say. I'm I'm so grateful that I've grown up in an ecosystem and seen how business is. It's a lot of dignity. I think if you look at our youth unemployment, even if you look at the employment, we've lost a lot of dignity. You know. It's we've seen it with the checks, with the salary checks that come to 500 pula from a whole entity that makes billions. You know, it's I think we've allowed a bit of capitalism to employ into who we are as Botswana, and capitalism is based off individualist individualism, and we're a collectivist society. So I think with Gloto, I've always said I wanted to be a community, and I think that's what you're seeing in terms of the naming and how we're using that. But even within, right now we have a team of close to six to seven, right? And I'd, I even had to cut down because mm, our sales weren't really matching. You know, this year it looks very great, but the sales have been lowest. And if you think about it, the country's has had a lot of spikes mm. in spending, and our purchasing power has kind of deplenished. You know, and from the three tailors that are permanent to the driver to now the PA to the quality control officer that's a lot of people that deserve to be employed because of one brand understand i haven't even started talking about the videographers i haven't start, started talking about the models so as you see new york fashion we kind of puts things into understanding how the business and of fashion really works. Things work in seasons, and every season we need to have a showcase. That showcase can employ up to 30 people. You know, this is the makeup artist from the hairstylist to the models. And then now we get to the retail stage. So I think I've talked about this before and I've said usually it's about getting creativity and originality, and I think that's what Glodo has proven. But now it's a thing of now reporting and kind of appeasing to the public's needs and if you realize with Botswana we have a market culture so i can be this online brand and you can see i can get attention from new york but the reality is the world works at that pace the world is digitalized we aren't and i'm so thankful for campaigns such as the mindset change which is actually showing us we need to change the way we think you know we need to realize that okay i like going to the mall horeka Yeah, but it's a Christmas and you know I have my budget. I just I don't want to move. If I'm in Game City, I'm in Game City. Mm-hmm. But now I'm saying, okay, those rent spaces are quite peak for your local local fashion designer. You know, now we just need to have a mindset change to now call, understand the order procedure, wait your seven waiting days and get your garment that's made in Botswana. We understand it's not as convenient as a shopping mall, but it's things like this because we're so small. We really need to do it step by step. Yeah, if you look at even Botswana statistics, I know we just came out on the list of having the most female-owned enterprises in Africa. And everyone loves that, but I also think that's a trauma response. Mm-hmm. We also have 56% of our households that are female single mother-led. We have a lot of single mothers, you know? And Gloto, when I look at even being a tailor, being a seamstress, being a cutting a pattern, that's a lot of work that a mother could handle. 
So I'm looking at the fact that we have a lot of single mother households and we have a high rate of abuse with children. Where are these children going? We need workspaces where, which is mother-friendly that can also take care of kids. I want to have a factory one day that I know all my single mothers are working on these clothes with dignity and there's a preschool that's supporting that, you know? I think it's something even from the biodegradable packaging we use. I know you see the spray paint. Yeah. It's because I, I want to move away from the automation of things. Why must I get a plastic that has Glodo branded that I can get a hundred, which is not sustainable and which adds to the plastic, you know, cost to the world. I could just get a biodegradable paper, make myself a nice cardboard stencil out of recyclable Kellogg's you know bag and then get another person a youth who's unemployed to spray paint mm. that's an extra job mm. something so simple so it's really about finding little ways even bleaching even our processes there's a lot of steps that I know eventually if there's more demand for this brand yeah. there will be someone who has one job mm. just to handle one department mm. yeah <laughs> so it's very important to Botswana and diversifying our economy. I'm telling you, I didn't think that Lodo was this deep. It's like very deep. Thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's very deep. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I think that's why I talk about the ESGs and the SDGs a lot. Mm. I think even this year, you knew I was, right, I was your neighbor for 90 days because we were in-house in Green Loop. Mm. So it really also gave a wider perspective of seeing how this brand really is sustainable, yeah. really adheres to all the UN sustainable goals for 2033, mm. whether it's the female employment, whether it's the youth employment part, whether it's even just the recycling and really understanding what a circular economy is, mm. you know, and that's what Glodo is leading to. Let's talk about the far end, like for all of this to make sense and for you to be able to materialize the vision you have yeah. to empower your communities and for them to work and live in, in a place from a place of dignity you've got to have those larger contracts you mm. know that increase the demand for for your work exactly um a lot of people might not understand really how big it is for you to have gone to the new york fashion week and i get the sense that you might not get immediate results now mm. but maybe results in the next 12 to 24 months 100%. so let's talk about that platform as a business opportunity um it's it wasn't just showcasing yeah. so what was going on there so um it's like you said it wasn't showcasing it's more than showcasing it's also a test mm. it's a test to the brand to see can you pull up can you come through can you bring in a cohesive design can the people love you as soon as they see you? And I'm so happy that it's really attested to that. <laughs> I want to say without even me being physically there and having to virtually, you know, creatively direct this from a thousand miles away, I felt the spirit. Yandile. I found myself waking up to 20 DMs, more than 20 of models that are thirsty in New York. You know, now you see why it's anything can happen in New York. These are models who are like, hey, we saw you signed up for Sunday. We didn't see you at the designer. They said you're having issues with your visa. But in any way, we want to work for you. These are people proving. People are now doing so much research. I was getting calls from New York. I'm like, why is someone from Atlanta calling me? And it's like, hi, I'm an Atlanta model. And I think I fit perfectly with your brand. I'm on the way to the casting. Are you there? I'm late. I have to explain. I know I'm in Botswana. Don't worry. You know, it's a thing of seeing people catch on to your hashtag fast. You know, I'm seeing I woke up today and... Literally, there's a DM in the Glodo account, and this is from Times Magazine, which is the official magazine for the Thailand Fashion Week. So this is someone who saw a look and is like, oh, 
I think the Thai market would like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, we're giving you a chance to editorial. This is it. Obviously, we may have some costs of sending your own garments, but that's how the business of fashion works. The fact that they're saying we want to put you in our magazine and we are in charge of Thailand Fashion Week shows how easy it is to move from the West to the Far East community. Now you see it's someone with 100,000 followers who said, hey, I, I, want, I like your clothes so much. I'm not even going to ask you to pay me to wear them. Hmm. Just give them to me because I want something that's new. I want something that's hip. So it really is a testament to show that in a world of so many styles and all of this, that my brand actually stood out, hmm. that people not only posted a story that lasted 24 hours, not only took the need to pick up a phone and record and now post and tag. They even Everyone was tagging. So I love the fact that they weren't even getting confused. There's only one Glota brand, you know? I love that. I love the fact that they're using the same emojis I use. You know, they're saying hashtag Glota Glow. I love the fact that they continue to post even after the moment is gone. It's now two weeks. And they're still saying, I love this moment. And it shows that the glow I've been saying that these yeah. clothes give you is actually real. Mm. And the people in Texas, Manhattan, Miami, Oklahoma, all these models don't even come from New York. So now they're gone. So now we have all these seeds planted across the United States of America. Mm. And I just know it's perfect. Even the photographers. Yeah. People were sending me Google Drives. Oh, going wow. out of literally, I have three Google Drives from different photographers, three different angles. We were on Getty Images the next day. Guess how much they're selling my photos? <laughs> Are they my I photos? <laughs> I, I need to go to Sipa. I need to go to Let's do things for Sipa. Sipa is going to be like, Boko, we've long given you the papers. Finish it. You know, Getty Images is selling one picture of a runway look from the Gloto Summer Spring 2024 collection for $454. Sure. One picture. Some person out there who's a marketer who needs a billboard of runway fashion yeah. can go on Getty's images, can go on Gloto, can take one of my runway looks, will pay Getty images $450, and they will be able to use that image. I'm going to check how this much is that now is. In Sipa, I don't know that's my glasses. 6,300 6, pula. Uh, 6,300 pula 6, for one picture of my moment. Now oh, I must wow. ask people, how do, how do I get a cut? How do I make sure? Hey, with every sale, I get 2000 please. It's that serious. I got one artist in China saying, I need to buy three of your pictures. Tell me I want to buy them NFTs. Now I'm calling NFT. intellectual lawyers. I'm like, yo, NFTs. <laughs> it's oh, crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, it's wow. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I want to talk about two things. Oh, wow. Mm. There's so much that people can <laughs> It's crazy. So, so the first one is... Um, this is not the first time I, I want to emphasize that you've been collaborating with local creatives who have also gone global. Hundred percent. And one that I want to highlight is William Last. Yes. KRM. Yes. What's happening there? Is he a Gloto gear? Yes. Like I've seen him rocking Gloto on his videos. Like, what's that relationship? And like? you know, there's a, this is you know how you become a Gloto gear. I need to mm. tell people because people are like, I get a Gloto gear. I'm like, you just need to buy something. <laughs> you need to put your yeah. money into this business. Yeah. I need to see you respect it. Mm. You know, because there's some people. I guess they'll be like, I'm a Gloto gear because I. I'm like, no. You gotta buy. You gotta buy. Mm. So, yeah. Glodigate William KRM is honestly the most followed Glodigate in the country. Mm. Um, well, very important well, Glodigate. Well. Maybe in Africa as well. In yeah, terms of a he's number yeah. one. Yeah. And I love him because mm. the Glodigates in Zanzibar 
that will send us a TikTok of his and be like, "Wow, Clodagate is great! I just saw this guy," and I'll be like, "That's one of us." <laughs> I'll be like, "That's one of us." So just, yeah. That shows his reach. His oh, reach wow. is so beautiful, mm. so tangible. Um, love him, love him, love him. We're going to be together for a long way. He uses the brand as a wardrobe sourcing. He buys it for himself. You know, he's a beautiful father. He goes shopping for his daughter. It's just. It's beautiful. We had that beautiful video, um, a song for Papa, which is really mm-hmm. great. Just mm-hmm. seeing his father come, you know, to the store space and be dressed in Glodo, feel proud, you know, for him to also buy Glodo and buy for his father. It's a very good moment, you know. It's it's great to be able to do that for your father. It's great to be able to have that sort of support. So anything which comes to his image, the brand will support. You know, I love the fact that now that you've mentioned at the beginning um, your vision of community around Dloto, yeah. the dignity within Dloto. Yeah. You even think about the family unit uh, for Dloto. Yes. Now it's making sense why he would have Dloto for that video. I think exactly. I, I got the chance yes. to see it. So absolutely amazing. I think the next thing I want to touch on is you passing the test. Yeah. Like you mentioned that at the New York Fashion Week, it was about can you deliver? And yeah. boy, did you go through many tests. Yeah. The first test was actually getting to New York. Exactly. And I love the mindset. To me personally, I won't lie. Yeah. I was so proud of you. You literally shifted my mindset because I only found out that you were not in New York when I saw other young Batsona in the diaspora who helped you yeah. to organize this. Yeah. I was like, but where is she? Like, exactly. I'm busy looking. A lot of people yeah. only only find out that I don't go to New York probably through this. <laughs> I was like, where is she Podcast. on the pictures? And yeah. then I went and saw that. Oh my goodness. You literally orchestrated this virtually. Virtually. Let's talk about that. Partnering with other young Batsona in the diaspora. Feel free to name drop them as well. 100%. You know, how did that happen about, you know, everything needed to happen quickly. How do they jump on board? and how did you end up pulling it off so yeah basically like you said end of july was when i actually agreed that i'm gonna do this right so that's july 31st actually august the first now i'm crowdfunding i'm looking now they're being honest they're like okay we did say you all you have to do is come with your designs but we're paying for your models you know we're paying for hair and makeup you know this is a venue that's doing this we're doing a lot there is some cost associated with it mm. $7,000 that's a good 94,000 pula mm. close to 100,000 pula um, and then this is flights accommodation and this is now the money to make these looks so great I knew that okay Dodo's gonna have to gain a sponsorship I'm gonna need some help here you know I had to make the first payment settlement of 1500 great use that from returned retained profits so now it's like who I'm taking a lot of profits not a lot of capital to make a lot of money but I have faith, you know, so now I had to start up this hashtag, you know, from GC to NYC. I had to really believe that hey, I'm getting this and New York is my favorite city. So I really I have a lot of sentiment to it. So this is now when I'm making noise. When I did the first payment, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this now. This is now when I'm telling everybody now we're making noise. I'm going to, I'm going to NYC. I'm going to NYC. We put it out there, you know, and I had to literally it was, I had to be a really um, a jack of all, all trades. Mm-hmm. I've always been with Glodo. Yeah. And I think it was really after the summit, it's after Forbes, it's a lot going on. So I thought I could breathe. But now it's like, okay, get back into it. Get the letterheads. Let's write all the responsive requests. I sent it to over 50 corporates and um, 
corporates and also parastatals are now in Botswana. So this is people I feel relate to the brand and have some sort of synergy and like African, you know, youth empowerment and would relate. So I do that. Now tailors are also working on this. Now it's a whole PR plan, right? Now also getting the visa, like you said. So things are coming together and Glodo is such a brand that it's, I always say I'm a testament to show that employment can be made so a lot of people get shocked when they see i'm not the one who makes the clothes itself and i'm like no i design i creative direct i'll market i'll plan the show but i'm not on the ground mm. i i can't do that if i'm getting customers and you know mm. so tailors are doing that i got i think over four different artisans we got people making custom buttons we got people doing hand embroidery we got people painting on garments there's a lot of detail that goes into a collection i worked over and collaborated with more than nine people you know runway is head to toe i've never done footwear i had to get someone to make letisi crocheted sandals you know mm-hmm. if you look at there you'll see a lot of sourcing i had to go to main mall i had to do a lot of craftsmanship and i love it because at the end of the day people are going to see this new york activation literally employed more than 25 people mm. you know mm. so i did all of that got the sponsorship now i'm even talking to people on that side because i'm seeing that my time is short i'm still getting money for this mm. i'm still making these clothes i may need someone to be there with these people to show that mm. we're still willing yeah. luckily bote dikobe my childhood best friend block 3 days she works at the united nations so she's there in brooklyn obviously i'm already thinking feel free to name drop and say yeah. what, what exactly bote she dikobe. does so bote dikobe works at the united nations um honestly my girls in diplomacy diplomacy relations i know she also works at the PR office closely um recently posted by our excellency yeah yeah, yeah. I think I saw a you saw that picture of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely okay. one of my closest closest friends we literally were best friends when we were young grew okay. up together okay. so Botle Dikobe I love her her sister's Tule Dikobe who's the fashion yeah, editor fashion as yeah well. editor yeah. in fashion the voice one of my wow. biggest inspirations I think I'm bold in fashion because I saw Tulo coming from home it's mm-hmm. like I got block three and being like yeah I like what she's wearing I'm gonna do the same thing so definitely so Tolo de Gobe's younger sister Botle de Gobe I call her I say hey Tala Hotata I'm trying to raise this money mm. eh hey, accommodation they giving me suggested hotels these hotels are 2.5 a night mm. I don't have the money you is no actually it's better pula hey, but still okay. I'm like hey, yo 2.5 a night 10 days yeah. that's a lot of money yeah. so let me spend four days with you in Brooklyn you know mm. so already she's open knowing yeah my girl's coming she's like yeah it's aromatic dog bring some spices I'm like yeah I'm coming you know we're going to be there we're ready I come out the girl Lona Mandoze Lona Mandoze is in Oklahoma she sees the flight she's like yeah I'm booking a flight mm. I will do this I will fly for you she's bringing three of her friends mm. my other sister Lasty Swallows she's in Miami mm. she sees I'm coming she's like Okay, push it to the side. I'm going to help you because she's mm. done Fashion Week before assistance. Mm. So I'm like, okay, great. Now I talk to my other friend, Marine. Marine, she was a Forbes uh, lister that came from Canada, Vancouver. So we became friends this past April at the Forbes really? 30 Under 30 Summit. Yeah, okay. I was part of a podcast, the Gypsy Podcast. Actually. So you met at the Forbes. We met at the Forbes. Okay. So I'm like, girl, I'm coming. So I, I tested a lot of my Forbes friends, <laughs> over 10 of my Forbes friends. I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Mm. You know, do you guys have an appointment? You know. Mm. So she's like, okay, girl, I'm coming down. I'm gonna help you wow. with it. I want to gain some experience. This is fun. You know. She's like, I don't. 
even need anything. I'm just coming. And that's the organic part of it. This is not paid. This is all organic. So great. I actually have a team. We actually have people that are in the loop. If Christina is not answering from runway, I'm like, Marine, call Christina in Manhattan. She's not answering me. I need to find out details on hair and makeup. I'm sending my makeup mood boards. Luckily, it's digitalization. I'm sending a mood board, explaining to the makeup artists, hair mood boards. Everyone got it. Casting, I told I wanted seven looks. I wanted the whole world to be represented in ethnicity. I want a South Indian model. I want an indigenous model. I want a Caucasian. I want black. I want, you know, they know what I want. So great. I'm even sending them mood boards of the clothes now. So now it's getting deep. And now I'm kind of dealing with stress over here. I've been in more than four newspapers. We have a digital billboard running up. A lot of sponsors were coming through. Standard Charter just said, hey, we're going to sponsor this trip. So now... Thank you, Standard Chartered. (laughs) Now all those 50 email messages and letters, something came off. So now Standard Chartered is there. I'm like, great. You know, Galera at the Holdings is like, we love this hashtag from GC to NYC. We see you need some come up. Let's give you a roadside billboard. Um, Orapa House. And I was born in Orapa. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like, yeah, that's love. Guys, Claude again, Leonard, thank you. You know, and then... We're doing all these things. I go to Sismos now. I'm like, hey, money's getting tough. I'm like, yo, Sismos, Sismos trading store. They're like, okay, we'll give you 2,000 bula worth the fabric. You know, let's finish up this collection. Thank you, Sismos. I do that. We're finishing up. Now it's the visa. Oh. Now it's it's issues. It's diplomacy. It's issues. The visa got denied the first time. Mm. I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Perhaps I didn't do it this right way. They gave my reasons. I need to prove a bit more. Great. I get my bit of proof. I get my endorsement letters. Thank you, Office of the President. Thank you, Ministry of Entrepreneurship. Thank you, Ministry of Youth, Sports and Culture. I get all of that. Foreign Affairs is assisting. Ah, I'm sure we're in it. I have people in New York. Stand by. Don't worry. I missed the casting, but I'll be there for the show, you know. Get there. Oof. Another huge blow. Second rejection. You know, at this time, I'm looking at the dates. I think there's less than a week. Mm. I'm now, I'm realizing, hmm, I called DHL already on the spot. I was like, okay, Whew. I did not say Mboko Basiam is going to NYC. I said, Glodo is going. And this is when I realized I'm not Glodo. I'm the founder and creative director, but this brand is not me. And I always say that I'm like, I'm the first creative director. In a hundred years, we're going to have another creative director. But people will say, ah, you're not doing it the way Mboko envisioned this. So I was like, let me show this brand has holding on its own. It's If something happens to me, this brand will continue. Hmm. Great. Go to DHR. Yo, they were so helpful. They looked me in the eyes and they said, it's impossible. This is now Monday. I'm with them. Luckily, I call them Friday. The girl told me, you're going to bring this package on Saturday. So we make sure it arrives before Sunday. You'd have to bring it Saturday. Mm. And delay my looks aren't done. Luaho, my fine artist, is still painting a beautiful mural on my shirt. I'm like, I'm going to have to bring this Monday. She's not hopeful. I get to DHL like my sister. The customs is going to ruin us. Customs in Botswana, customs in SA, customs states. No ways. You know, one of them, thankfully, one of their valuable employees, I forgot his name, he advises me on the side. He's like, get this overboard to South Africa, deal with customs from there. Great. I call two of my closest friends, Kalabo Amas, Babuliki. I'm like, hey, 
you guys are my people. Let's get this thing off Koshoa. That was so helpful. Every, everyone was hands on deck. Everyone was, you know, I'm calling Botle and Marine. I'm telling them, guys, the visa got rejected. Mm. Let me send you mood boards. We're doing everything virtually. Now they're panicking. As soon as I told Lusty that, Lusty's like, no worries. I'm booking the flight now, literally. Marine is like, don't worry. I'm arriving on Friday, like I told you. Botle is like, listen, let me free up. She works for the UN. She's like, let me free up my weekend. Let me be there for you. I'm looking, I'm like, Botle, I'm going to need you to go to JFK to pick up this this box you know I'm putting everything in this box and mind you now the costs are rising it's over 15,000 bulletins in this box mm-hmm. we're doing customs we take it to Joburg overnight Monday Tuesday now it's there at OR Tambo luckily we're there so now we're trying to get a direct flight we're now at Ora Tamba Cargo. We're like, this needs to get to JFK. All of them are saying there's no direct. It's going to have to go through Dubai. So let's sort out everything. Cool, sort out. I'm sending 10,000. Now my heart is painful. I'm thinking Mobility Fund was supposed to cover this. How are they going to cover the box? <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is money I did not budget for. But anyway, let's send it to <laughs> I said, Castle, let me send let me send this to JFK. The box arrives. This is not the end of the show. I remember this is Friday now. Friday 2 p.m. We know the box has arrived in JFK. So now we're like, success, it's not over. I have to get 400 bula airtime. I'm calling Americans' offices now. Momo, luckily, I make friends with some beautiful girl called Momo. You know, hello, hi, how can I help you? I'm saying, hi, Momo, I'm a young designer from Botswana. I need this. My box, my clothes, I couldn't make it. Visa got denied, you know, sentiments. So they have a, yeah, a link to this. She's there. She's like, okay, don't worry, I'll help you. Momo's doing it, Momo's doing it. I think it comes a time. I think I didn't tell her the date. She's like, okay, we almost done, but go. Don't worry. This usually gets cleared in 48 hours. I'm like, Momo, it's Friday. I don't have 48 hours. My show is on Sunday. She's like, this Sunday? I'm like, Sunday, Momo. She's panicking. Oh my gosh, I need to talk to Tom. Let me put you directly with Tom. So now she's, I love her. You can see she's getting serious now. <laughs> now she's even calling me now. She's like, hey, Momo, get on your email. Tom is now CC'd. Tom is, who is doing customs there? There's this form, Yandide, now my South African customs people, when they sent it, they didn't even tell me what I would expect there. Tell me why I have to classify all my goods. <laughs> Yo, Americans do not pay. They are like, give us all the codes. Momo gives me a whole PDF. The PDF is at 956 pages. I say, Momo, we don't have time. Please just send me a screenshot of the page I need. She's so helpful. She's like, go to page 97. I'm classifying. And mind you, you know me, I'm extra. My buttons are made out of cow horns. My hide is, you know, I'm using Okavango bushbuck hide. You know, that's pure hide. I'm using all these unique things and I'm like oh my gosh what if they say they need to run tests you know I know Australia Border Patrol I watch those shows Mm. I'm filling it in Tom is there Momo is so thoughtful now it's Friday it's past 5pm she's now working an hour 30 minutes later for me she now puts me with Karen I'm like wow because she's smart enough to know that I'm a junior Karen is my supervisor. She's working tomorrow. Saturday's half day. So she's the one who will make sure this comes in. Karen is now in. Karen, shame. She's so nice. Like, oh my gosh, mama loves you, but you still need to do four, five, six. Am I not at the day to say go the vow premiere when this is happening? Mm-hmm. I am panicking. I am smiling, happy for my friend. Do I have the vow? In my mind, I'm also like, I need to get this done. If I don't get this done, you know? And we send all these documents. Now we need invoices. I need to make my invoice was in bulas. They wanted in dollars. I'm changing everything. They want specifications of materials of everything. I'm saying cotton, polyester, ooh, everything. We finally get it done. 
poor Mboko falls asleep 11. I wake up 3 o'clock. I see they wanted one last piece of information. And I had a panic attack. Yo, I my heart. I was like, if I lose getting this box because I was sleeping, because of the time difference, ah, I'm not cut out for this life. Luckily, the next day, I'm calling Karen. Karen is like, no problem. Tom has the box right now. So Tom is already in the loop. So he knows he needs to handle this. Great. Karen and Butley, they're calling. Butley, Butley, I feel sorry for my friend because I had a panic attack with her on the phone. She thought I was having an asthma attack. At least she wanted to call my mother. Because I was like, Butley is there? And you know, Butley's like, relax, relax. And I love her. She's always been a peaceful person. That's why she works for the UN. So then she's like, we've handled it. She's on the Uber now. Butley sends me a picture of that box. Yo. Like I could just faint. <laughs> I was so excited. I even posted. I think even on Glutter, you'll see. I was like, "What's in the big brown box, guys?" I'm so excited. I'm even forgetting I'm not there. Yeah. I'm just to me. I'm in that box. Mm. You know, I'm not even embarrassed that I haven't gone okay. there. I'm so proud that this box has made it there. I'm hosting. I'm like, what well, up? Now all the models. Now this is when you see the brand is a testament to itself. Mm. The models are there. They've seen that. Hey. Gloto was supposed to be showcasing. Gloto wasn't at the casting. Mm. We didn't meet the designer, mm. but we've checked out this brand on Instagram and we love it. Mm. We want to work for it. Mm. Now everyone's like, yeah, we want to work for you, we want to work for you. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, Bote, we've missed the fittings, but the box is here. That means we're going to do fittings on the same day as the runway show. Mm. Who does that? Looking unprofessional. I'm trying to make graphics. Mm. Models are happy. They're like, we don't care. We ended up having fittings in a hallway. In the kitchen of the runway shows because everyone was busy. Runway shows were happening. Mm. Now we had 30 models for only seven looks, you know? Mm. And Mboko is extra. She did jewelry. She did things. So I have mood boards for hair accessories. I have a specific way I want the waist to be tied. I'm trying my best. I'm, mm. But my girls are frantic. There's a bit of cultural difference. You know, Marine, Lasty, Butler all together. Mm. One from, you know, two from Botswana, one from Canada. So it gets so hectic like that we finally take it I now had to do a watch party because hey I couldn't just watch my creations go from a normal place Casaria Farmhouse sponsors the location I get this big balloon from Amble Promotions I call all my friends I do a poster everyone's insulting me Mboko, you're telling us to come for a watch party on the same day I'm like sorry guys the box just got opened what can we do so now we're watching this I'm FaceTiming them I'm telling them you're doing it wrong you're not doing it the right way I want that model with the dreadlocks to be in look number three not number four change that model why are you choosing that model you know marine is there she's like i want more latinas we are here we're like no we need it's it got so political it got so beautiful it got so crazy models were like they're not choosing me but i want to walk people were fighting for spots you know it was crazy the runway people are seeing all this excitement they're like we know we only paid for seven spots, but take two more and make it a nine show. Mm. Botley has to now take out her personal Glodo Velvet dress. She's giving it to a model. Wow. <laughs> the, the outfit that I was going to give to one of my assistants to wear that I was going to wear, we put it on a look. Now we got nine looks. Now the final show comes up. I'm seeing looks that I didn't even plan to be. The, everything is different. I'm kind of angry, but I'm happy at the same time. I'm excited. We're FaceTiming. It's so beautiful. It was... Whew. Oh, wow. It was crazy. And yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That was it. That's a lot. There's a lot of lessons there. Hi. So many. <laughs> Let's choose it off there. But I think, I think we should have episode, um, part two 
of this conversation. <laughs> but I think this is what everybody wanted to hear. Um, well done. Thank Congratulations you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry I speak so much, but it was uh, even reliving it now, Sham. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was one for the books. So go out there, become a Dloto Gid. Yes. Get yourself a Dloto tea or Dloto Velvet, Dloto Velvet dress. And Classic. There's, there's many more others uh, where that you can get. Uh, go support. Uh, there's so much that I could pick from this, but let me just close it off by this. I'll say um, from my end, when we started Convo Lounge, uh, we're focusing on AGOA, the Africa Growth Opportunity Act. And this is a trade agreement between the US and Sub-Saharan Africa, where certain products uh, have preferential treatment to get into the US market, where you don't have to pay any tariffs or any costs. And just you sharing that experience, you know, you might think it was a, a small story, but you literally put policymakers or uh, individuals that are dealing with customs, those are dealing with logistics into a day in the life of a young fashion designer yeah. who wants to go from GC to New York and what they go through. Shout yeah. out to you, man. Thank you, baby. <laughs> this is the Convo Lounge. Expression. Exposure. Experience.